Good after morning. Good late morning. Good morning of late morningness. It is July 5th, 2021, 10.23 a.m. So it is morning. July 5th, as in the day we choose to take off work to celebrate Sunday, July 4th. Let's talk about freedom. Joe Klaus said, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Charlotte Bronte said, from Jane Eyre, I am no bird and no net ensnares me. I am a free human being with an independent will. Coco Chanel, the most courageous act is still to think for yourself aloud. Thank you, Coco Chanel. The side note, Coco Chanel number five is quite a loud scent. Virginia Woolf, a room of one's own. Lock up your libraries if you like, but there is no gate, no lock, no bolt that you can set upon the freedom of my mind. George Orwell, 1984. War is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. That is doublespeak. In case you don't know 1984, in the book 1984, doublespeak is what happens whenever the Ministry of Truth disseminates a double-think thought, which means war is peace. It's an oxymoron. It's saying the definition of this thing is going to now be molded into the opposite definition of this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what we witness in our world today. <clears throat> Excuse me. John Green, the fault in our stars. Some tourists think Amsterdam is a city of sin, but in truth, it is a city of freedom. And in freedom, most people find sin. Because without sin, let's be honest, without sin, we wouldn't know the difference between bad and worst. Or worse. What is the worst? Well, we could say the worst is murder. We could say the worst is theft. We could say the worst is lying. We could say the worst is, well, the Ten Commandments are centered around the worst. Worship no other idols, make them not. No other gods, don't say the Lord's name in vain. Remember to keep a day holy. Believe and honor your parents. Don't kill people, don't have sex with people out of, you know, lust. Whenever you're in a committed relationship with someone else, don't take from people, don't lie about people. And most certainly, most certainly, don't 
put anything on a pedestal. Not yourself, not money, not fame or glory, not even worship. For worship becomes about the medium of worship. Now, in case you haven't noticed, I'm living up to my eclecticism here and saying this. Without a proper ritual with humility, it's very easy for any leader of any organization to make it about themselves or their organization. A good organization will not do that. And that's how you know the difference between some situation where you are being led astray, being led into trials and tribulations, being led into a sales gimmick, really, in our day. Or whether you're just given a sincere message. And it matters. A sincere message matters. And most of us have a radar for sincere messages, which is why we love quotes about freedom. Mahatma Gandhi, freedom is not worth having if it does not include the freedom to make mistakes. Jim Morrison, the most important kind of freedom is to be what you really are. You trade in your reality for a role. You trade in your sense for an act. You give up your ability to feel and exchange, put on a mask. There can't be any large-scale revolution until there's a personal revolution on an individual level. It's not going to happen unless it happens inside first, is what he's saying. He said, it's got to happen inside first. Stephen King, Rita Hawthorne, and Shawshank Redemption. Some birds are not meant to be caged. That's all. Their feathers are too bright. Their songs too sweet and wild. So you let them go. Or, when you open the cage to set them free. Sorry. Or, when you open the cage to feed them, they somehow fly out past you. And the part of you that knows it was wrong to imprison them in the first place rejoices. But still, the place where you live is that much more drab and empty for, for their departure. So that is an important thing to me. I have a dog. I've owned birds. I've owned parrots. It is a very common fear, even a dream, a nightmare people have when you own a parrot, that your parrot will fly away due to some type of negligence, due to the cage being opened and the door being opened simultaneously. And... I have a dog. He has a kennel. 
Come here, Copernicus. Come here, buddy. Say hello. He's a good boy. Now, this is going to hurt somebody's feelings out there, I imagine. But I need you to give me a chance here. My dog is my property. Therefore, anything that happens to him is my responsibility. Therefore, if he is sick, if he is hurt, if he is in need, it is not something he can necessarily solve for himself because I have imprisoned him. Now, he is my ward, but I care about him dearly. And so therefore, he doesn't live a bad life, but he's not free. And it's not that he's incapable of being free. It's that I adopted him from a pound where he was not free. He was free. <laughs> he was free, and that's why he ended up at a pound. He freed himself from some owner as a six-week-old adorable little puppy. Thankfully, he wasn't starving whenever they found him, which means he probably wasn't free for very long. I remember whenever I got him, it was during the summer of 2020, whenever coronavirus pandemic laws, or not laws, they weren't laws, they were mandates, were changing the world drastically and so I had to make an appointment to go to the pound which meant that my opportunity to see dogs was limited to that appointment and whenever I arrived like many pounds this pound had mostly adult dogs older dogs bigger dogs some of them considered more dangerous and less desirable. And so I don't have a problem with those dogs, but I knew that, you know, those dogs could have issues and have problems with me. Let's be honest. I decided going in the door that ideally I wanted a puppy. I wanted to train the dog and have the dog know me as its, as its father and love me and trust me and that was one way I, I expected that to be more possible was by getting a puppy of course you can train an, an older dog and of course those dogs need homes too but I was prepared to take the puppy I had a backyard I had a nice house with wood floors with which could be pooped and peed upon <laughs> they weren't wood floors they were like the fake wood and trust me I cleaned up a lot of potties I never used, ever, never once used the pee pads. And here's why. Because it trains them to go to the bathroom in the house, which is exactly the opposite of what you want to do. Trust me, you can logically try and make a point that it works for a temporary period of time. I, I get it. My dog doesn't pee in the house anymore. And I never use the pee pads. If he peed in the house... I would ask him to stop. I would say, hey, did you pee? Hey. 
he thinks he's in trouble now. I don't yell at my dog, no. It's not good to yell, no. It's not good to rub their face in the pee. That's abusive. Don't do that. Love your dog the way you want to be loved. Because your dog is a ward of you. Your dog is your prisoner. Almost like a slave for your own entertainment. Except for they're not. They're not they're not a slave for your own entertainment, right? And I I, I I'm sorry if I sound condescending here, but I don't mean to. This is something that I am absolutely in love with. This concept of believing that my dog and I need each other. Let me tell you what happened to me last year. Last year, I limited my own freedom greatly. I limited it mentally. I limited, for a temporary period of time, what I believed to be true or possible. I, quite frankly, like many, many, many other people, unfortunately, lost my mind a little bit. What do I mean by that? Well, I was going through a breakup, just having purchased a brand new home, knowing that I was eventually going to have to move out of it, having been laid off twice right before coronavirus, and then again, at the beginning in March of 2020. I really had no plan. I had nothing keeping me down to earth. My family was far away. I was in a small town outside of Austin with hardly any friends in a driving distance who wanted to hang out. But I did have a couple. And thank you. You know who you are. Andreas, for one. My brother Seth, who's in Colorado but spent time on the phone with me, helping me through a rough time. My sisters, all three of them. My grandmothers, both of them. My aunt and uncle, Kathy and Randy. And Kristen, my cousin, all of whom were able to give me different perspectives to understand that what I was going through, of course, was not unique, at least not in the divorcing sense. But what was unique was my situation, my perspective for me. I'd never been in it before. Coco Chanel, it's probably not just by chance that I'm alone. It would be very hard for a man to live with me, unless he's terribly strong. And if he's stronger than I, I'm the one who can't live with him. I'm neither smart nor stupid, but I don't think I'm a run-of-the-mill person. I've been in business without being a businesswoman. I've loved without being a woman made only for love. The two men I've loved, I think, will remember me. On earth or in heaven. Because men always remember a woman who caused them concern and unease. Unease. Uneaseness. Uneasy. Easiness. 
little dyslexia goes a long way. She continues, I've done my best in regard to people and to life without precepts, but with a taste for justice. So, why does freedom matter so much to all of us? Ralph Waldo Emerson, Invisible Man. When I discover who I am, I'll be free. Freedom matters to us so much because we are born free. It is a state of being that we lose. Now, we're born free with physical limitations, with mental limitations, but do you remember being a baby? Most of us may not. It was sort of like being high all the time because your imagination creates things that are not there. It creates understandings that no one else will ever have again, including yourself, and perhaps never had before. Situations create wisdom. Have you ever, as a child, looked into the closet, which was your nightlight, and squinted your eyes and noticed that there was a beam of light that sort of shot off of the light in the closet because you squinted your eyes. And you just thought, what is that? Why does the light look like that? Why is it extending from the light source? How is this possible? Every child is a philosopher. That is why school systems beat things into their heads because school systems don't have the bandwidth to listen to every philosopher. <clears throat> they just don't. I'm probably butchering this name. Soren Kirk Kirkengard. Soren Kirkengard. People demand freedom of speech as a compensation for the freedom of thought, which they seldom use. Tony Morrison, Song of Solomon. You want to fly? You got to give up that shit that weighs you down. Benjamin Franklin. Memoirs of the Life and Writings of Benjamin Franklin. They who can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And the thing is that people like Benjamin Franklin built this nation. And Benjamin Franklin understood that we are, the whole world is a jungle. You cannot avoid danger. You cannot avoid 
risks in life. Risks are part of what create joy. Whenever someone jumps out of an airplane with a parachute, they're taking a very calculated risk. But it's still less safe than just sitting under a roof in a house on the ground. And it's way more free to be flying like a bird than it is to be sitting under a roof in a house on the ground. Bob Marley. Better to die fighting for freedom than to than be a prisoner all the days of your life. Exactly, because Bob Marley recognized that he was not free in every way that he wanted to be. And people like Bob Marley choose to stand up for their rights, which sometimes can get you a lot of unwanted attention, and sometimes it can get you a lot of necessary attention to spread the philosophy. And so on that note, I ask you to share this podcast with people, please. If you believe in the messages that are being shared here, if you believe in freedom and expression, please share this podcast with someone that you believe might benefit, might enjoy, might contribute in some way because of it. I really only hope to serve as a reminder to myself, to my friends and my family, and to anyone who listens, that freedom is a mental state of being. And as one, as one professor of philosophy at San Joaquin Delta College recently told me, I hope my work proves worthy of your time. Thank you. Again, please continue to tune in reach out, give feedback, suggest ideas for other episodes. And please don't mistake my passion for finger pointing. The rich dad from the book Rich Dad Poor Dad pointed out that passion is anger plus love. And I love all of you. And I'm angry for some of the things that we have to endure in this world, as we should be, but not in a finger-pointing sort of way, especially not only. We should be angry in a way that is constructive. When life pushes you, push back. Don't push people. Push life. Take care of yourself on this Monday. It's a new day. Every day is a new fresh start. Every day is a new chance, a new opportunity. 
And so again, I bid you adieu, but not without saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I hope these quotes will inspire you to go and read them again, look them up. People like Coco Chanel. People like Stephen King, George Orwell, Virginia Woolf, John Green, Mahatma Gandhi. We'll end with this one. When a man is denied the right to live the life he believes in, he has no choice but to become an outlaw. Nelson Mandela.